to another episode, another season of Drinks and Driveways. I'm your host, Andrew. You know you can always call me Uncle Andy, and it's been a little bit, guys. We, and for good reason, we'll go into that. I'm sitting here with Elliot and Dave. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's going on, Uncle Andy? Or should I say, the most fittest, baddest dudes in the neighborhood? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) So we... Definite. So to catch everybody up, we knocked out a bunch of episodes in the beginning of the year, and then... Um, you know, spring started to come into summer. We were all busy with vacations and kids are in different things. Dave, for the longest time, like all winter, he's trying to trying to get us to sign up for this Tough Mudder. And we're like, all right, all right, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, I think we just bit the bullet. Dave was like, oh, I'm signing up tomorrow. I'm like, all right, I'm signing up. I'm doing it. We talked Elliot into it. Well, we were sitting in my backyard and I can't remember what we were watching. We were watching something on TV, some sporting event. And I remember discussing it. The next thing I know, I thought my bank account got like hacked because there was this weird charge. And I started asking Amanda, I was like, what is this? It's showing up in like Tennessee or something and had some sporting group. And I'm literally going through Amazon and everything, trying to find out what it is. And she goes, wait, is this a Tough Mudder? I was like, (laughs) I did sign up for the Tough Mudder. Yeah, I think it was like a Saturday night, like a fight night or whatever. You hit the fights on outside. We sign up, all of us sign up in April. I've never done anything like this. I think if you guys are longtime listeners, one of our first episodes this year was with Jess, our neighbor who runs marathons. And I was telling her like how I'd never run a race or anything like, but I wouldn't commit myself to something and, you know, see it through. And so, Dave, how many Tough Mudders have you done? I've done five. This will be number six. So, Dave's our seasoned vet. I'm like, dude, I played sports and stuff in high school. I don't think I'm out of shape, but I'm definitely not in shape. And he's like, oh, man, if you can run five miles and not die, you're good to go. And I'm like, all right. So, I've been basing this entire thing off of I can run five miles and not die, then I'm going to be all right. But we are sitting here in my basement the night before the Tough Mudder. And this episode is going to be slightly different than some of our previous ones. We're going to kind of cut it right before and then we're going to pick right back up we're going to bring all of our podcast equipment with us and we're going to do it on the car ride home your cousin agreed to drive us home so we're going to be all safe don't worry the live reaction if we all don't die yeah i think anybody worried anybody at all worried no i think you guys will do just fine you'll you'll see when you get there there's all kinds of different people that are doing it and you know a lot of uh corporate outings or like businesses do like team building skills through it so it's it's a fun event. It, it is challenging. You do need to prepare, but we'll get through it. I'm confident on a lot of things besides the pull-up. So Elliot went and got his pull-up bar from, from uh, what did you get, Mount St. Joe? Mount St. Joe. Yeah. Barred yeah. our pull-up bar. We've been doing some pull-ups. been working out. Like you said, I, I think we'll be fine. I mean, I think I did die during one of our <laughs> training events. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was interesting. The last couple months, we've basically working out in the neighborhood and running. We'll do like two miles and then work out for a little bit, do circuit lifts, run two miles, circuit lifts, run two miles. Do you remember what we did when we first started? It was like half <laughs> it was like, a mile. It was like mile or a yeah, half like mile a circuit lift. Lot. I remember the first time when Dave was like, let's do a mile or it was either we went up to a mile or a mile and a half and I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that's what happened. I did die. I'm pretty sure in your driveway. <laughs> so the night before we went down to Brad and Jess's and we were just hanging out in the driveway and I did my normal thing where I just brought a bottle of bourbon and I was just sitting there and it was really, really hot out. I probably sweat out like 10 pounds just sitting there because yeah. I sweat like a fat kid and <laughs> we were ju- I just drank bourbon and from 7 p.m. and I, it wasn't even a late night I went home at like 10 yeah but I just drank bourbon with the bed and then I woke up didn't drink any water no coffee nothing yeah. I just went and worked out and it was so humid and hot that day and well, I were really worried yeah and I, <laughs> I remember doing the two miles and then I literally walked into the 
driveway and just laid down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Dave were running and, uh, and Ellie, like, we could tell you he was struggling a little bit. And then he, like, walked back to my driveway and we continued on and we passed him again. He was like, spread eagle in my driveway and we're like you are right and he didn't answer right away and i was like dave i think he I might actually be dead we sold the thumbs up to us. Right, he's good yeah, yeah just held Keep the thumbs up to let everybody know i'm good yeah, yeah i'm gonna make it but you know i think the whole like overall the whole thing was awesome like from where we started from where we are i mean i still can't do a pull-up but other than that i feel pretty good about everything else how about you guys what about the, like, the whole process of Really, you know, starting out on like Saturdays and then we were doing like three to four times a week. Then you guys all got gym memberships and now you do them <laughs> seven times a week. <laughs> I mean, I think our neighborhood is a perfect training course for Tough Mudders. There's flat areas, there's right. some steady inclines, there's some really steep parts. So kind of get the best of everything. And um, we got lucky with the new development, like being built right, yeah, as huge. we were running. So when we started running, we only were, do- we were doing laps in the neighborhood and anybody... And that listens that runs in their neighborhood or wherever they live and it you know you're just doing circles mm-hmm. that's so much harder than just running like x amount of miles and not having to continuously do laps you know they built this big uh, addition to our neighborhood and we were running like legit tough mudder conditions yeah. we were running in the dirt and yeah. up and hill up hills the beast the I, I don't i don't run the beast anymore it's, i don't either yeah, it's, I've done it it's good to there. walk at the end i mean it's a giant hill with a a couple very steep inclines, so it's it's a nice little end to the workout where it's like we get done with our six miles, we do our lifts, like, okay, let's end by walking down right. the beast. And anybody that's been to our neighborhood, they know what we're talking about when we see the beast. It's just the... It's the first, it's the road you drive in to get into our neighborhood. It's basically which, like a stairway to hell. Yeah, it hurts It hurts <laughs> me to drive up the thing, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that's... Nikki's actually named, I was talking to her a couple of days ago, she's named like the flat area, she calls it the flats. Or the planes. We name everything around here. Tiki, tiki Bar and the Berg and Flats. and Yeah, so. But no, I, I'm excited about it. I, what did we do? Get the course map like this week or last week or something? I just got it like three day, days ago when Dave sent it. But yeah, I think been, we got it about like the beginning of the week. I've been taking a said. look at it. I mean, it doesn't look bad, but some of these like the names of the obstacles, they make it seem intimidating. Yeah. So I watched some of the videos of it. I don't know. If that really gives exactly what they're what they're going to be like, uh, the Mutterhorn, six feet under, electroshock therapy. So that's going to be an interesting one at the end to see which of us tries to just sprint through them. And uh, Dave, you've done it. What what explain what is yeah, electro electroshock therapy? So if you guys don't know what a tough mutter is, Google it. But Dave, give them like the cliff notes. It's a, it's a ten to twelve mile obstacle course where you do. I think we're doing 26 different obstacles and they range from diving in the cold water to jumping over walls to getting electrocuted. Um, <laughs> just a casual so, Saturday. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, just stick your finger in a light socket and that's how you prep for that. The cool thing is like all the money and proceeds go to the Wounded Warrior Project. So it's for a good cause. But yeah, uh, the electric shock therapy, just run and pray that the electrical current is not in front of you. Uh, so what I've seen, you. it looks like it's just a this cords dangling. It's just a bunch of yeah, wires hanging down and people you can army crawl under it yeah. people just try to sprint through it it is one of the ones they mark as like an optional yeah if you have um, a hard obstacle problem, you can go around it. it or pacemaker but yeah, there's anything. videos i think dave you have some on your phone where people try to sprint through it and like yeah. literally they get hit and they just fall so if you <laughs> army crawl under it where you're gonna be all right will you still get hit you you can't like uh the last time i did it we army crawled my sister and i and i left my foot up too high and it hit a wire and i got zapped but 
good thing I was on the ground. So now is it like a zap where it's continuous, like freaking um, Home Alone? Do <laughs> 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 you remember that? He's uh, what's his name? One of the bad it's, dudes. It's Marv. Marv. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, Marv. <laughs> yeah, you don't turn into a skeleton and then all of a sudden come back to life. No, it, it's it, it's honestly like getting hit. You know, like sticking your finger in a light socket. It, it just kind of. Yeah. throws you off a little bit and you lose your balance and uh, the hard thing is they have now like hay bales in there where you have to like jump over them and like kind of you can't just Army you can't through. run through but you're going to be jumping up in the air so but now is that what's the one that you're least looking forward to that's like the second worst one I think the first one is called the Arctic Enema and basically it's a huge ice bath it's just they have like a one of them rumpy dumpsters that you see in front of like a new house being built or a renovated house they fill it with water and they just have people there pouring ice in like all day yeah. it's i think it's around like 36 degree water and they have it set up to where you have to go under the water yeah it, it's it's like you get out and you feel like there's like needles like poked all over you for whatever reason i feel i, I dread that one the most i was in our group message i was telling you like this trench warfare has got me freaked out because i was watching <laughs> youtube videos and if anybody's claustrophobic the, the way this thing is at least what i've seen is a trench that you crawl through you don't army crawl through that right it's just like hands and knees or you like you flat might on the arm, ground. You might have to army crawl. Jesus. And it's covered with like wood and then like dirt thrown on top of it. So it's basically like being buried under like underground in like dark. A- and I'm just worried that I'm going to have a panic attack in the middle of it and not know where the fuck to go. Like I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just keep moving. It's been, I think, three years since I've done one. So they have some new ones that I've never had. And then. For whatever reason, they've had some, and but like the Kentucky Speedway, they wouldn't, they just wouldn't have that one there. Yeah, some of them are a little nerve wracking. Remember one at the Speedway, there was um, there's a pool, but like you're up on top of like a diving board, and there's like a handlebar that you got to jump out, and then you swing, and there's a bell you go up and try and hit. And I'm sitting there thinking like, if I jump and I grab this thing, but I slip, I'm like going in on my back like from like 15 feet. Yeah. And it's like, so you're a little, it's a little nerve wracking, but I mean they. <laughs> We're not all spring yeah, chickens the good, anymore. Yeah, we got responsibilities. Is, I mean, they have they have lifeguards. They have all kinds of people there to help. I mean, they have paramedics everywhere. Like some people are going to get hurt. Like they're going to get messed up pretty good. But God, I um, hope it's not me because my wife's nah. on a bachelorette party in yeah. Charleston. <laughs> no, nah, I mean if you take your time and you're smart about it, you'll you'll be just fine. The first one that I ever do is probably the hardest one out of all of them. Um, just because you didn't know or didn't know. It was also. In October, it was 45 degrees and it was spitting rain. Mm. And the first big obstacle was the, maybe this is where my fright comes from, was the Arctic enema. So you are thrown into cold, cold, like freezing cold water. Yeah. And then you're just freezing for the rest of the way and you have 10 miles to go. Have you, uh, so. you or Elliot, have you guys ever done like the polar bear plunge or anything like that? Like, I've, that's not, what I, I've never done it either. But not, I, not done that, but I had when wrestling in college a lot of ice baths. So. Oh, yeah. I probably should, like, give and the background that- of who we're working with. So, Elliot is, uh, what are you, like, a all-pro, all-collegiate wrestler, wrestled I all, in college. All-American all in college three times <laughs> yeah. in CWA finals. So, he's, he's pretty athletic. Dave, did you play uh, sports in, in college? No, I was an uh, equipment manager. For equipment manager, but team. Dave's also, like, half the size of me and much better shape. <laughs> so, and- let's, let's not sugarcoat this, all right? So... When we started training in the neighborhood, we were all like even 
And all of a sudden now, I'm pretty sure Dave's not training for the Tough Mudder. He's doing like In a, a couple months, he's going to be in the World's Strongest Man competition. <laughs> because that is, that is. this guy, it, like, started off, we were all even. And then next thing I know, he can run, like, three marathons. Yeah. yeah. Then he's like, oh, let's do, like, 17 miles in between the sets. And we're like, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, looking at him right now, I mean, I mean, he looks like a bodybuilder. <laughs> So exactly. We are gonna, so far so from me and Andrew are going to be like really like <laughs> oh, holding I'm our team back. I'm definitely going to hold the team back for sure. Like I'm I'm going to pre-wreck that right now. I'll bring the jokes, but um, <laughs> yeah, I still can't do a pull-up. So I'm going to get on there and I'm going to fall right away most likely, but we'll see. Maybe the adrenaline will just kick in then when you're there and you're like, get ready to roll. Most of them, you don't really need to pull yourself up that much. You'll have people helping you, but as long as you can... The funky like monkey thing is one stuff. that I think I probably won't do very well in because I mean it's so much upper body strength. Like Thank we you. are, and, and like I said, we are we're in our my basement bar before we leave in the morning, so we're having a couple drinks, but we're not getting yeah. crazy. Got to go to bed early, wake up refreshed. Carb loading. Yeah, I did that. I ordered Chinese today. <laughs> I'm like, I <Hi>, pizza. <laughs> I'm gonna stop by Steve's BP, Miami Town, fill up my truck, yeah. get some breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, we're gonna get uh, Steve on a, a future episode. We got a bunch of stuff lined up and this year. It's just like I said before, summer was crazy, and not just you know the, the everyday going, but like this is the first summer that Ellie doesn't have kids, but your kids are super young. This is the first summer where I'm like, I can't wait for school to get back because the doorbell is ringing like constantly and the kids are going in and out and it's like free reign and I'm like slow down so <laughs> when we were working out we would always run I always liked running like right after work like three four o'clock in the afternoon until it got super hot out where it was like unbearable the kids in the neighborhood are smart they know like we're running so and my wife was working still upstairs and uh, they know that my kitchen's just open like free reign I remember one time I don't know if we were all working out or if I was just by myself but Cam's like, hey, Dad, how many more laps do you got? I'm like, I got one more left. And uh, he's like, okay. And then, like, I continue running. And then I come back, and I'm done, and I walk into my kitchen, and there's a one of my neighbor's kid is standing on my uh, on the counter in nah. my kitchen in the pantry, <laughs> like, getting stuff down. And, and they were so shocked that I was back already. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, I don't know. What about you guys, like, overall? Like, I, I think we should still continue to do, like, Saturday workouts or whatever. Like, I enjoy that kind of stuff that was fun no I'm all for it uh, yeah I enjoyed it it's nice to like wake up do it in the morning and then you have the Keeps rest you of your day drinking like crazy yeah. amount on Friday night yeah. especially if you do it on like a Saturday morning I just feel like it just jump starts your weekend mm-hmm. if you already feel like you've accomplished something before like the weekend's really gotten going and oh yeah, my god my yeah, kids are upstairs I don't feel guilty going out to eat or you mm-hmm. know right indulging in anything because you know like you said it you wake up you get you get the workout in especially when we're doing it all together and even others there's a big group in the neighborhood that generally is working out somewhere on the weekends yeah and we do we do things in the neighborhood over holidays and stuff where we do like the Murph challenge and things together so you know it's it's fun to do those things and what's the thing that you guys think that you've like come the farthest from from when we first started is it the running or is it pull-ups or what do you think that you've grown the most in in the last, what do we do this in August or uh, April? So April. I think overall, I've three months improved maybe? on just about everything. Like running wise, like I was just telling Dave before we started rec- recording, what, what hurts me running wise is when it's really hot out and humid. And today, you know, this is I can't. What is today's date? I don't remember it's, right uh, now. But July thirtieth. Like this yeah. whole week, it's been super humid. And today, it felt awesome outside. Much like the one where I died in the driveway, <laughs> it was super hot, humid. I right. mean, I was sweating bullets and. I couldn't do it. 
And today, I, I've been saying all week it was going to be a light day because we have to do 10 miles tomorrow. So I was just going to do two and a half miles or so. Yeah. And next thing I know, I'm running. I looked down at my watch and I'm already at three and a half. And I'm like, I felt fine. I was like, I, I could go another five, five, seven miles. That's Cause awesome. Because it, it felt awesome outside. It feels great. And tomorrow it's going to be 73 degrees and not humid. We'll see how we react after we get out of the Arctic plunge or whatever yeah. it is. But, you know, maybe it's going to hurt running after that. But I, I feel great and even like the strength wise, like when we first started, I could do like, you know, five or six pull ups. And now on the pull up bar, I could probably do about, you know, 15, 20. Yeah. And then it starts hurting after that. But well, that's 15 to 20 more than I can. <laughs> <laughs> more than I can. Too. What about you, Dave? Uh, definitely the running. I think I mean, I don't, I hate running. Like, yeah. So I don't know why I just don't enjoy it. I mean, if you think about it, like every other sport that you play, if you do something wrong or bad, it, your punishment is go run. Right. And so that's where I feel like once I get started and kind of get in that groove, it's okay. I'll keep going. But you know, if you run the same thing over and over and right. over, it's just like, Oh, I'm, I know what mile I'm at. Like, exactly. I, you, know, you can't get, you know, like, like, Oh, when I hit to this driveway, yeah. my little guy on, on my, my AirPods is going to be like, Oh, you're at point, whatever. Right. So like sometimes you just got to find a way to get lost and not think about it. Yeah. So um, I agree with you. Like the first like half mile, I think is like, a little dicey, but then you kind of get in this like groove mm-hmm. and then you don't realize it, and all of a sudden it's like two miles later and I don't know if it's breathing or, or I don't know what it is, but I would say the running for me as well. When we first started to do those two miles in between or a mile and a half, I was like, oh my God, this is awful. And now I feel like I can run five or six miles and like not be you know, that stressed about it. So that kind of brings up another topic though. Like when we're all working out together, we don't listen to music or anything, but if you're going by yourself, like Dave, I agree with what you said. Like I hate running. It's just always have. I don't know why. Just I don't enjoy it. And then I try to listen to like music or something, but I don't. I'm, I find myself always like, oh, this song stinks. And I, I don't get like I try to like you said, get lost in something and just go and not think about how far I've run. So I'm listening always like if I'm out running, I'm listening to like a podcast or sounds nerdy, but a book or something because yeah. I get interested in those things. I don't even think about running at that point. So like today I was running just listening to another podcast. But what do you guys listen to or how do you try to do that when you're working out or running? I would say that I do most of the time it's music because I like the beats. Like I feel like I can time my foot up with like the beat of the song. And then it's like, I don't know, for some reason to me, it just seems like it's easier that way. But I also don't mind like listening to a podcast. But if it's like going to be a super hot humid day or like i know it's going to be hard i think music like something like that keep me pumped up because sometimes podcasts like like if i was going to run early in the morning i think a podcast would be would work for me because i can just it's not so stressful but running like four or five o'clock in the afternoon i need like something to get me juiced get the get the yeah. people going i do more podcasts like even when i go to the gym i listen to like 700 ww yeah. Like things like or Dan Patrick show, just the songs I think like they just get repetitive and you don't really listen to them. Yeah. But if I'm listening to the radio, like kind of listen to what they're trying to say and then you don't realize, oh, I'm almost done. So, yeah, exactly. That's uh, where I'm at. Well, if you're out there listening right now and uh, you're working out, keep going, dude. Keep your working <laughs> out listening to us. That's what I, I listen to old episodes of Drinks and Driveways. Yeah. I used to, like when we were, you know, like our season one, we were knocking these out all the time. Like I would edit it, I'd upload it, and then I would go and run or walk and listen to it just to see how it sounded like through the AirPods or whatever and there's I mean podcasting is kind of addicting like once you kind of like hear your voice and you're like oh this is cool like and like you're saying when you're running like you're just wanting to fill your head with something and if you're entertaining or you provide 
value or of something people get out of it, then yeah, they're going to keep coming back. What are you guys wearing? That's a good thing to talk about. I'm going to wear, I mean, just like wristbands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> wristbands uh, on so Basically like where I would wear like, I don't know if you want, I would wear socks that like go over your ankles. I mean, your feet are going to be soaking wet. Mm-hmm. And then like, I don't know if your shoes start rubbing against your skin, that's going to be a nightmare for like, the entire time, so right. I wear socks over her ankles. I read and somewhere then, that you were like somebody recommended wearing two pairs of socks, so like the friction when you're running dries the inner one. Uh, I don't know. I did so much research this week that I was working. I've, I never, was like, I've never done that, and then just like kind of like your regular shorts, dry fit shirt, yeah. if you want. I'd people do it with no shirt on. I think it. I mean, you're gonna be crawling over rocks and stuff. Right. So I mean, whatever. Um, do people wear gloves? Almost like batting gloves. You, you or can. Uh, you golf can. Gloves or something? You can wear like the wear like kind of like the biker gloves. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could if you wanted to. I, I don't never, know. If I, I would, never had. Just like another. I mean, um, I th- I think I'm gonna try to find a. Or do they have drink fountain or drink stations? Yeah. So they'll have like water stations. They'll have um like bananas. They'll okay. have um like gel packets and stuff like that. So I was going to try course. to find a camel pack, like fill with water, but if yeah. there's going to be that, then I wouldn't do that. Cause you're going to be crawling under stuff. Like you might be, uh, and it's going right. to get caught in the trench warfare. Now. Yeah. So I w- <laughs> there's going to be plenty of water and everything around you. I, w- I wouldn't do that. So you guys are going to run right through the electric tomorrow. Huh? I don't want to try. I don't see. What, I mean, it's the last thing we do, right? Right. So there's gonna be like an audience and stuff. Have you guys ever seen the, uh, it's gonna be weird. It was like an internet meme. Like I think right when the internet really started coming out, of these people, Leroy Jenkins. Have you ever, like, <laughs> it's these people in, like, um, I don't know, some, like, nerdy video game, and, like, they're having a meeting outside this thing of, like, how they're going to go in and plan this attack in this room. And the guy, uh, like, I think it's a pretty good plan. We should be able to pull it off this time. Uh, what do you think, Abdul? Can you give me a number crunch real quick? Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. That's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's or? do this. Leroy Jenkins! Oh, my God. He just ran in. Oh, my God. God this damn it, Leroy. People are like, God damn it, Leroy. But, yeah, definitely, like Ellie was saying before, wear old pair of shoes because I'm, I'm leaving mine because they sent them off to, like, a third world country. Okay. And then a um, pair of, uh, like, another shirt, shorts, underwear. If you if you're gonna wear shoes, socks, yeah, towel, yeah, it's ex- it's exciting stuff, man. Um, I think it'll be awesome, like finishing it. I, somebody that I talked to that has done it, she was like, "Oh, this is like so empowering. Like it was cool to like you just feel like a bad. I mean, we can call ourselves you are already a tough mutter, but now we're, we can consider ourselves a tough mutter. I can't imagine like what the feeling of like finishing a marathon would be like. You know, you run 24 miles or whatever it is and they have people lining that cheering you on i mean they'll have people there cheering you on and stuff and oh yeah like when you get done you're like that was that was cool i accomplished something pretty cool yeah yeah that'll be cool i was joking with my wife because i'm like you're gonna be drunk in charleston and i'm gonna be you know putting myself on the line and hopefully i don't (laughs) die But it's nice. As soon as you cross the finish line, there's just a beer waiting for you. And you're like, here you I go. I saw that. So they, like, they yes. provide you a beer. That's cool. Yeah, they give you a beer, a shirt, and a headband. Nice. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I normally run with the headband because I hate sweat in my eyes, but I'm, I'm nervous of, like, losing anything. So we were working out the other day. One of our last workouts, me and Andrew run, and he's wearing a Tough Motor headband already. And I'm like... Where'd you get that already? Did you steal you from, you steal from Dave? I, he ordered it online, the <laughs> <a> cheater. <laughs> right. I, was, I mean, I had to test it out. Where'd you get the Tough Mudder? Is it orange? No, it was like a, 
like a navy color. It was like a yeah, like a camo looking thing. Oh really? Okay. It was like you can buy it. when you finish. They get first time. I'm sure there's a merch. And each time they give you an orange one, and then depending on like how many you've done, it's like a different color. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe they ship me the one that's like, oh, this guy's done 15 of these. <laughs> so how does it work with like the starting? Because it was like, oh, our starting time is between 11 and 12. We just get there and we say, or they tell us like, oh, you're gonna go at 11:15. Or I'm trying to think back. When we, the last couple times we did it, it was, you got there and you're kind of like walking around and like you're ready to go and you're like, all right, the 11 o'clock starting time is getting ready to go off. So you go over there and then you have like a roped off section and they have like another roped off section where you go to start. I think they let so many people through and then they're like, all right, in 15 minutes, we'll do the next one. Okay. Um, yeah, I, my I think if you get there earlier, you could probably go off earlier. Um, okay. But I'm not really sure. How long does it take to do the whole thing normally? Two hour it's, thing? It's probably going to take about two to three hours, I okay. think. I mean, if you're like some physical badass, you could probably get through in like an hour. Yeah. If there's nobody in your way. But like the problem is there's going to be backups at certain obstacles because it's just you know, it takes a while. You know, people go up the monkey bars and stuff. Right. You want to wait for them. If they fall, then you got to get out of the way. I will be falling tomorrow. And then, for and, sure. And, the, like, <laughs> and the, the, the great thing about this is they'll tell you, like, as soon as you start, like, they'll they get you pretty pumped up. And they got all this, like, music blaring and stuff. Yeah. They make it pretty clear, like, this is not a race. Like, this is a team building thing. Like, we're right. all here for each other. And I'm just trying to complete it. Oh, we'll, com- we'll complete it. I mean, like I said, you'll see some, like, fittest, baddest Mofos you ever seen in your life? Like, holy crap, that guy's just killing it. He's probably already done it like three times when yeah. he got there because they're they called like the toughest mutters. And they just and keep doing They just them. pay to like do it all day and they just go all day. It's like, you guys are insane. And you'll see other people and it's like, we're not doing it twice tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can. I'll be in the I'll be in the parking lot. I'll right. be waiting for you. Uh, and you'll see other people, and, it's, and that's what's cool about it because it's however you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the YouTube videos I've watched, it's everybody is super helpful and encouraging. And what is because we I went to the gym with you, the lunk alarm at the oh, yeah. Fitness. Oh, yeah. Fitness. Yeah. No, you know, you'll see alarms. some people that probably set off the lunk alarm a lot. Yeah, wearing like the tightest shorts with like no <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a tribal tattoo. I definitely arm. think we can get this done tomorrow in like an hour and a half. Like we we're just <laughs> peak Enough physical that. condition. I mean, ho- my thought was like, I th- I'm hoping that it's in my mind. I'm like, this is gonna be so hard. Like I'm barely gonna be able to do this. And then I'm hoping that I'm just pleasantly surprised. You know, it's not as hard as it looks. And then we we'll be like, all right, I can do this next year or something like that. I, I know we were running one time. You're like, what are we gonna start training for after this? <laughs> well, that's a like that's what I liked about it. I don't mind running if there's like something to train for train for like you know you run in sports you're like all right at least like i'm going to be running the football or playing soccer or playing basketball or whatever running just a running just, just a run just a run is just like man it's, it just takes everything that i had to go out and do it yeah we'll train for the next one if you plan it out they're really not that expensive i think it was like 100 bucks or something like that i think it's like a, with taxes are like 140 but i mean the closer you get it the more expensive it gets so right no, it's definitely fun. Like, I think um, it was definitely worth it for me just to get in shape, like, to feel good. And All right, well, we'll probably wrap this up. Next time you guys hear from us, we'll be in the car, probably destroyed the record. It might sound yeah. a little bit different, too. Well, that's why, <laughs> like, we'll see how it is. I mean, it may take us a while to record it just because a lot of press is going to want to talk about oh, schools. Yeah. We're going to shatter every record. Yeah. Drinks and driveways, we'll have to take a back seat to, like... Fox News, CNN, of course. ESPN, Fox Sports. <laughs> I mean, only time's going to tell, man. Only time's going to tell. All right, guys. Well, hey, next time you hear from us, we will be considered the toughest men on the planet.
guys. How was it? What was your guys' first impressions? I mean, it, there were some challenging obstacles. Um, I'm glad we were finishing as the rain got pretty bad because I do think those obstacles could have got much worse and much more dangerous. Right. Uh, but overall, I mean, I thought it was a blast. Um, yeah, there was I more. Thought... There was more running than I anticipated. As like in between some of them, because there were 26 total obstacles, uh, but there were a couple periods where it was well over a mile run in between. I mean, it was you know 10 miles total, maybe give or take. But I mean, I thought it was a blast. It was, it was a good time. Yeah, definitely a lot of running in the beginning. Didn't, yeah, uh, didn't see that coming. But and if you guys have stuck it through this much of the episode, we all just piled back into Elliot's car. We just finished the Tough Mudder. Dave's cousin Jimmy is driving us home, so we're being safe. We got three mics in a... What kind of car do you got, Elliot? What kind uh, of Toyota Tacoma. Toyota Tacoma. So we're all in the pickup truck. And uh, so it might sound a little funny, but this is the first, I think, from what I remember, our first moving podcast. We've yeah. never done a, yeah. a, a moving podcast. But, you know, I think overall, I mean, everybody's got a little bit of cuts and stuff, but... Definitely I, have some cuts. My hands are still hurting from... Um, I don't. I can't remember what obstacle it was, but you have to jump out, grab onto the rope, climb to the top, try to hook onto the like pole to slide down. It's at an angle to get out of like the water, and my my hands on that one ep- or that one obstacle just got torched, and it still hurts. Other than that, I have some cuts on my legs and stuff, very minor, but I think most of those are from one of those obstacles we had at the end, which I thought was one of the most challenging. Uh, it was called the, I think it was called the Mudder Mile or the Mud yeah. Mile. Mud Mile. One hundred percent the the hardest one, not the hardest, but it was most challenging. Most challenging and most dangerous. I think that's where you yeah. almost died. I, mean. I got my. <laughs> we were helping. So what was that? Like five pits or yes. something like that. Yeah, it's and tough. you jump in this water. It's like two feet of water, and then you have to have help lifting people up. And this dude, I don't know who he was, but jacked me right in the bottom of my jaw, and like pushed it out of. Uh, like alignment for a second but that was other than that i think everything else was you know manageable there's a lot of new obstacles uh this time around that i've never seen or done before so that's kind of refreshing it was it was pretty yeah. it was pretty fun jimmy introduce yourself i'm jimmy <laughs> <laughs> we only have three mics and uh, uh so and he's driving he's trying to be the safe guy so we're passing mics around but um you know, overall, I'd definitely do it again. I think that was fun. I felt like I feel like an American badass. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I definitely think it's worthwhile going to, doing these more often and getting some more people involved, especially you know some of our friends, some of the people from the neighborhood. I think they would really enjoy it. It's not like it can be. Some of the obstacles are physically demanding. Um, it's definitely something you have to be prepared for. Right. But it's a lot of fun. And like I thought, you know, Everest was more of a challenging one especially if you're not using that rope to get up but but it was actually pretty funny because jimmy ran didn't use the rope and jumped you know ran and went up everest and was able to lock hands with some people and pull himself up and then all these other people are just sprinting and locking onto the rope and pull like trying to pull themselves up and then here comes dave just leisurely walks up to the rope and just walks up this rope and pulls himself over, which I thought was one of the funnier things I've seen, you know. Well, full disclosure, I tried to run up and grab two times and was very unsuccessful. <laughs> I have a cherry on my hip that's going to yeah. be there for a while. It's going to be a sore tomorrow. Yeah, so. Everest is like the, I think they have that in like the American Ninja Warrior, like where you have to run up the wall and. Yeah, it's like the, it's, it's, it's like, like a half, half pipe. pipe yeah. 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 
but that was the that was the uh, obstacle that one dude <laughs> was he ran up there and then slid and I don't know did he slice his head open or something yeah he hit yeah, his he head on the way down the, uh, so he's just laying head. there like bleeding paramedics come in everybody just keeps going like beside him <laughs> like fallen soldier in the, in the middle of the thing but I mean it was I didn't I opted out of that one I couldn't uh I don't. I'm not fast enough to climb up that. One. I mean, I can't believe you guys opted out of the electroshock therapy. I mean, that, well, that is first one like, was enough I went for through me. it. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. The first one was. Enough. I got hit five times on that one. That, that was one. the electric eel. So the electric eel is no joke. Yeah. The electric eels where you're crawling through a pit of mud and you have to army crawl and water and water and there's electric wires hanging down which you cannot avoid. I no. mean, you're gonna get hit. Yeah. And. I bet you were behind me, Dave, and I bet I, I think I got hit like five times and I didn't hurt. Yeah. It hurt bad. And I, I was wearing my GoPro the whole time. So everybody knows uh, we have video of all the all the obstacles. Yeah, we'll upload that to our Facebook page or, or Instagram so you guys can see some of this stuff. But yeah, that one I was in like a bottle or a puddle of water and I just started getting zapped like every five seconds. And the ladies are like, just run, just go fast, go fast. Let's see what would be cool on that one is if they let you like run and dive and slide through and that way you know you, you're just sliding if you get happen to get hit you get hit but like you're not just like crawling and then like okay it's gonna hit you again right you know it'd be like a kind of like the it's definitely gonna be on the gopros it's definitely loud enough when you get hit with that you hear it oh, i mean it's, it's loud it's, it pops pop pop and, and you can almost uh, kind of hear it, the electric going through it's like zzz. and i was wondering is it like a dog collar or what but no it's worse than that it, it you can feel it it hurts when you get hit and I think I got hit, and it'll be, you'll hear it fine on the yeah. on the video, that I got hit probably like four or five times on this thing. Yeah, I mean, that was, I got out of that thing and my like heart hurt a little bit. Like, I was like, that was kind of weird, but it went away. But I'm putting this on some on our Instagram story so people can hear us, but we're doing a podcast in the car. It's raining. I mean, I actually like the rain. It makes me feel like, like we could accomplish anything, right? So, I don't know. I think the one that was more terrifying to me, and this is a new one that I've never seen. I forget what it was called. Like, like the pyramid. Mudderhorn. The Mudderhorn. Basically, you climb up. You have to go up like a 10-foot wall. Yeah, you climb yeah, up like a 10-foot foot wood wall. And then once you get that, it's a, it's a rope. It's like a basically a rope wall that yeah. you climb up. And it goes probably. It was probably. About 30 feet. I think it was higher than that. 30, 40 feet. We have pictures of it. We can upload it. We have yeah. video of it. Um, That's the one where the lady was stuck for a while trying to get yeah. up, right? Yeah. That was. I mean, that, I mean, because if you fall, not only you're, you're going to hurt yourself like really bad, but you're going to knock out like four or five people, and you're going to hurt them really bad. So that that one was a little nerve wracking. And I thought it was cool. What you were saying earlier, Jimmy, was that this event's so cool that all walks of life come here like people that are fit people that are not fit you i mean i'm sure there's a bunch of military people that are out here there's also people that are middle-aged that are just looking to do something crazy i remember running past one of these ladies and she's like i don't you guys were way past but i was behind these people and this lady's like besides giving birth to my kids this I, is yeah. the most badass thing i've ever done yeah i remember hearing that, that was, <laughs> i was like that's a good quote that's yeah that's good stuff yeah that was definitely something that i never envisioned myself doing but I'm glad that I did it. Yeah, the Mutterhorn was interesting once we got to the top. I mean, and I was I was all the way up at the top, and Dave and Andrew and Jimmy, you're right behind me, and we stopped for a while. I mean, we were stopped for on this rope wall for probably a good five minutes, like yeah. not moving, because the girl in front of me, she got to the top, and she's literally at the top, halfway over each side. 
How high do you think we were at that point? I would say it's, I would say forty to fifty. I mean, it was, it was high. It was I high. Was say about thirty-five feet. It's thirty-five. 35. About thirty-five feet. Thirty-five. So <laughs> 35 we're, feet. we're up there, and she just starts crying, like. I don't Which know sucks, why I did this. I don't. I shouldn't have come up here, and that's why I started like, "You're fine." Like, just too you, late now. I, yeah, you're, you got to go down. One the other. Yeah, what comes gonna, up must come down. Yeah. And it, it, it once you're at the top, it does, it was a little like, "Oh, this is a lot higher than I thought." But it, yeah, it was awesome. That I would have been good more one. fine if it, we just kept moving, but then we just paused there. Yeah. We're just hanging out, talking like about how our day's going. I'm like, let's keep going. And then you had one. It was called the Funky Monkey, and it's like monkey bars that go up at a you know. They're, it's an inclined monkey bar. And once you get to the top, this is the one that's the most Ninja Warrior type thing. Um, once you get to the top, you grab onto a pipe or like a circular. Circular. And it like swings. Yeah. And then you have to go over that. And then you get on uh, two other circular wheels that Good. Um, that you have to go down on. It kind of made me a little mad because I, I think I could do it, but I'm so short and midgety. And my <laughs> arms, I don't have that wingspan that the monkey bars as an incline, you really have to get a swing going. But even then, I couldn't. I couldn't reach the next one. And I was like, "This is stupid. This is completely at a disadvantage being a midget here." Come on, Dave and Jimmy got over just fine. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see. You guys went through like all of the obstacles, right? Did you guys finish everyone? The grip strength, or not the grip no, strength? What was the, the one that was the too gauntlet? Wet? I didn't get through the gauntlet. That, that was just too slick. The one where like where you have like the uh, pickup truck, I guess, like hookup. It's nailed. the. Uh, I don't know what you call it. it. Well, hitch, it's the, oh, hitch. Like the balls the ball. that you have to. I can't like the ball of a trail grab, hitch. Grabbing onto those was pretty pretty rough. So yeah, I, grabbing onto the rings as well. Yeah. Uh, just everything was super slick. It's just yeah. not. Might have the strength to do it, but with it being wet, getting out of the the muddy water, it was just pretty much impossible to yeah to hold on. I feel sorry for the people that are out there just starting right now because you yeah, said what well, yeah. they probably go until well, like the last people are probably, probably three right o'clock. about now three o'clock. What did we finish it in? Like two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. And we and waited a couple times for at least 10, I would 15 say minutes. Everest, for sure. Everest and the Mutterhorn, we waited, I would say, at least 10 minutes, 15 at each of those. Mutterhorn, we waited for a long time. That was the longest we waited at an obstacle. Yeah. Yeah, the running was, I mean, I think at the very beginning we were running for a while. One of those long runs was like, man, this is starting to get kind of long. But other than that, it was good. I definitely peed through one of them. I was like, I gotta, I gotta pee. <laughs> I was like, I'm in this mud, and uh, I mean, I'm sure everybody did. I thought the, it was cool that one where you climb underneath the cage. I don't remember what that was called, but um, oh yeah, was, you have like that uh, wasn't trench warfare. It was you have like how much, like probably I don't know, twelve inches between the water and the and the cage. Was and it you, less than that. Yeah, it was definitely less than that because there was a one point where the cage was bent. And you kind of went underwater a little bit. And that, and that was the thing. Right when I started, I panicked a little bit. And I yeah. swallowed water and started, like, choking. <laughs> and that'll be on video, too. I mean, it's probably awesome to see. I was, like, struggling. Um, but then I got through that. And it just, like, after we got out of that's what we all said. Like, that's one where you just have to, like, be calm and realize yeah. you can lift the cage up if you have to. It's not like it's tied down and you're stuck. Right. You can get out if you need to. Yeah, if you're just calm and you just kind of float. Almost just swim backwards through it. It's not that bad. What was your guys' favorite one that you did? Favorite obstacle. I like that last, like second last one we did where the. That was fun. That it, like rolling thing. I don't even know what that was. What it was. What, what, what it's called. called. Um, 
I mean, Blockness it would be on the Monster map. or something? Oh, yeah. Blockness Monster. It was Blockness Monster. Monster. Oh, yeah. I like the Funky Monkey. The Monkey Bar is just kind of fun. Just be a kid again? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like the Half Pipe uh, just because I I did, like, the little taller section and definitely had a lot of doubts. <laughs> uh, a lot of people were watching, cheering people on, people were falling. Uh, but to get up there and do it, that was pretty cool. I think that's, you know, build on that... I think this is cool about this thing is you do have people there and like everyone's cheering each other on each other on. I mean, there's some people that are struggling to get up, like finally got it. And like people like clapping and like, yeah, uh, like, like it's when we were waiting for that lady, that. there was a lady there that was trying to get up that big tall thing. The Mutterhorn. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, every oh, single person cheered for her once she finally made yeah. it up onto like the net. Yeah. And that's why we had a long wait on our side. We, it was, it was a good 15 minutes or so we waited and then a big portion of it was her trying to get up. And yeah. that was, that's what was cool. She never quit. And it took her a long time. And it, it was the very beginning. It's getting over the wall to get onto the ropes. That's the most challenging part of that obstacle. And she tried and tried and tried and finally got up and over. And people got up there to help her up and over. But once she got on the rope, everybody there. And there's a good, I would say, 100 people or so watching. And as soon as she got up on the ropes, everyone started going crazy and cheering for her. And she got up and went over this whole thing. So, I mean, that goes back to what the event is. It's you know, it's challenging, but there's people from every walk of life doing it, every fitness level, every age group, and people are there. And it's like, you, we went with our four people in this car, but every obstacle, there's people helping each other. Yeah. You were saying, Dave, that there's like companies out there that do this as like a team building type of stuff, right? Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, corporations do like team building thing because, you know, you're working together, you're helping each other out, get through know different obstacles in your when we got when we got started here i didn't really know what to expect especially we go through we start the four of us and we started about 10 45 and we get through we get through one obstacle the second obstacle was the berlin walls where we had the get climb up the wall and get over get us all four over oh uh, yeah and we're on obstacle number two and that's where they they give you a big speech at the beginning like if anybody gets hurt, if you need a medic, you throw your arms up in an X and start saying medic. And that's the signal we need to send a medic here. And we get over the Berlin Wall, all four of us, and immediately we're on obstacle number two. We just started, and this guy goes over the wall, and I don't know what he did to his ankle, but he starts screaming. His group starts yelling, medic, medic, medic. I don't know if he broke his ankle, but I, that's when we're on obstacle number two. I'm like, oh, gosh, what do we get ourselves into? What are we doing here? I mean, we all made it through pretty much unscathed. I mean, I have cuts all over my legs and everything. Right. Andrew, you might have a broken jaw. You I might have knee, one. You took a knee to the face. Um, I hit Jimmy in the head. <laughs> he might head. be concussed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might be concussed right I think that was like, we were all talking before we were, uh, before we were going, like, the, our main thing is just not getting hurt. I think because you start getting older, you're like, if you were 22, you'd be like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going because I'm invincible, but... You get to the top of those things and you're like, man, if I fall down here, I got like fucking kids and all this stuff. Like I can't tweak an ACL or do any of that kind of stuff, but we made it. We made it out alive. I think the most, the biggest danger we were in was our drive in. Can we talk about our drive in? Like Dave directed me through these back roads where I thought Leatherface was going to come out with a chainsaw. Like yeah. now Jimmy's driving him where we've hit no real back roads. We're almost to 74. Yeah. So I don't know what Dave know, was taking. Yeah, I don't. I think Dave was trying to get us killed. I 
Leatherface, Children of the Corn. I don't know, but we went through some weird back roads. Yeah. And we didn't hit any of those. <laughs> I mean, it's like a family gene where you take like the most indirect, fastest route to get there. <laughs> and we drive through a bunch of stuff. We're in the know? middle of nowhere in Columbus, Indiana. This is my first time in Columbus, Indiana. It's flat, which is great because we trained in our neighborhood and it's just full of hills. A lot of corn. A lot of corn. A lot of it's a peaceful, simple life out here. It seems. So when's the next one? What do you? So Dave, this is what? Because I think it's cool at the end where they give you these headbands and say, "Oh, this person's done it ten times. This person's done it five times." Dave got the. Which one did you get today? He has a yellow headband. So, it says he did it like four to six times. But so I think this he's is done number six. Sixty-one. So for next Dave. time, I get a different color. Nice. Cool. What? Did, how do you think this one, like, stacked up on the other was, ones that you did? Uh, it was. One more funner ones. I mean, it's been a while since I've done one, but yeah, yeah. I, I liked it because the last four that I've done, it was like kind of running around in a circle, right? Twice and then yeah, I don't know uh, where the hell we were going. There we, I mean, we were weaving in and out. I mean, there's some like okay, there's a shed over there. It's this weird. park that we were at was yeah. the biggest park I've ever seen. It had yeah, driving range, putting green, trap. Shooting. I didn't see a golf course. So did you guys see a golf course? I didn't see a golf course. I but did not. There's but- trap. Shooting, I'm shooting. There's a, a lake pool, with a pond, like a yeah. restaurant on this lake. Like so, you were saying that it's better to, if it's hot because of that Arctic enemy. Oh, we haven't even talked about the Arctic enemy. That was what Dave was most worried about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like my least favorite one. And that's if you guys aren't familiar, it's this big tub of water filled with ice cubes, and it's like a giant ice bath that you got to slide into. Yeah, you climb up a ladder, and it's like a giant slide. It's a very wide slide. So this one wasn't like a tub. They, this like, one wasn't this one, they dug as it. bad as the ones in the past. Yeah, I'll they, tell you that right they now. dug a giant hole, and you slide into this mud pit that is full of ice water. Yeah. And it was cold, but it wasn't terrible. It actually felt really good yeah, coming out at of the time. Like, I've done one like where you have to like go through and like then dive under a wooden plank. Like it was just it was miserable, like way worse. I went under on it. I I pretty much dove. I pretty much dove down the slide. Yeah, I did like a cannonball under the ice bath. It felt good. It was cold. It was freezing cold, but it felt pretty good. What was everybody's least favorite obstacle? (laughs) The mud mile for sure. But other than that, yeah, that one's rough. But like, kind of. It was cool because it's the teamwork aspect. Like all these strangers that you'll never see again or ever talk to again. Like the and everybody's eel, helping everybody. The electric eel is kind of stupid. It's like, there's nothing you can do. Well, like, you're going to get... that. I was going to say that was my least favorite because I like looked at it and all my. I remember my GoPro, I, I squatted down because I wore the chest strap for it. And I squatted down and pointed my GoPro out at the show like what it was. <laughs> like, you're not avoiding any electric. You're going, no. you're army crawling straight through the mud water and you have to hit these electric lines. I think the least, the least eventful and least, you know, enjoyable was the birth canal yeah i agree with you i thought that, that was stupid yeah it's just the the water sitting on top of you on top of a tarp and it's enclosed in a dark area you just kind of crawl through you can see the light at the end of the tunnel but it was probably about 25 to 30 feet yeah, we it, was, it, it was just something yeah we, as soon as we Ellie flew and I through got that it was dumb <laughs> kind of looked at each other and we're like uh that was dumb yeah they yeah, can take kind of they can take that one out of that, that out of the water what was the one like where you crawl under the ropes? Like, oh, uh, uh, the uh, what the heck was that called? Crawling under the ropes? Yeah, it was one of the first ones. Warfare. Oh, that's no, the, the, the Devil's Beard. Devil's Beard. Devil's yeah. Beard. Yeah, that one was kind of like all right. That was one of the first ones we did. Yeah, that, that's another one I can go. I mean, it's it's interesting, but it's. I think it's interesting that there's people that just continuously run the same course all day long. Like we passed a guy that was in the middle of his second course. Yeah. 
I guess, I don't know how do you to have do to pay it. more to do that, or you just I don't know. go right on through? That's like there's, insane. There's, like, uh, I forget what it's called, like, I think they call it the toughest motor, where they have, like, events where you can sign up and see how many times you can do it, like, within 24 hours, which is... Wow. Yeah, because this goes all day tomorrow, to too, right? Yeah, so tomorrow's another day, and then that's it. And then they pack up shop and they go. I wonder how long it takes to set that course up, like to dig all those holes and stuff. It's about. I guess they know what they're doing. Take about a a month or so to kind of completely figure it out, like figure out like where the. I mean, because we ran through like the woods where it's like, all right, they had to just come through here and like move this stuff down. Yeah, I was. um, I thought the pregame speech, dude. That guy was cool. Yeah, he was good. What was he saying? He was. I can't remember what his. Uh, like, what was the quote that he said? Oh, it was uh, it was a Darius Rucker thing, right? Interesting that the Tough Mudder was going on when there was all of these kids, like these girls, playing like competitive softball. I don't know if it was a tournament, it's like an all-star game. But could you imagine that right fielder just listening to that same pregame pump-up speech every single? <laughs> Not only that. Every na- 15, 20 minutes? The national anthem going off every 15 minutes. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of pauses in the game. Do you think the up. coaches are like, hey, guys, there's this thing going on, this event going on this weekend. Might be a distraction. I don't know. I mean, it looked like it was fairly competitive type of softball. So who are we getting Who are we getting to join us for the next one? I mean, I think. Because we're definitely doing another one. I thought it was a blast. It was, you know, it was, it was challenging, but it was a lot of fun. The rain at the very end was a little unfortunate, but. I mean, there are some obstacles that are a little more difficult just because you're, like, soaking wet the whole time. I mean, going so up like that tall-ass mon- thing, if it was downpouring rain, would be a little... Sketchy? Yeah, it would be a little uh, intimidating. Because, yes, there is a rope behind you, but you can still fall and take out, like, everybody. The other thing I wish they had was, like, at those obstacles that require you to climb, that require you to do monkey bars, uh, the gauntlet was another one, um the rope where you, you jump out over a mud pit and you have to grab onto a rope, climb it. Like, at those types of obstacles, I wish they had towels there that yeah. you could, like, wipe your hands off because you're covered in mud. Uh, you're soaking wet, covered in mud, and it's, like, nearly impossible to grab onto those things and, and go. I mean, I do think they do a pretty good job of, like, setting setting the obstacles up where, like, you're not, like, completely soaking wet to where you have to, like, right. grab onto monkey bars. Like, especially at the end with the uh, block nest monster going into... Basically clean yourself off. Like, all right, the last one, if you want to do it, the electroshock therapy, like, that's that's on you. If you want to get take the chance of getting, like, completely dirty. <laughs> or shocked. Or shocked, you can. Elliot was going to go. He was going to go full set well, and just run right through so it. So I'm, I'm thinking I got it on video because I turned my video on before. So, yeah, there's a big crowd. The last one's electroshock therapy. And there's a crowd around it. And basically, they're just watching for people to try to take off and sprint through it. And you're going to get zapped. And it's loud. Now, I was preparing to do it because I'm like, well, I got the GoPro on. There's people around. Like, I might as well just try to sprint through it. And as I'm getting ready to go, the guy in front of me, which the, they are spaced out enough, which you can go really slow through it, which I end up doing and just avoid them. But the guy that was in front of me is going through and he's going through slow. And he gets hit, and he just drops. <laughs> and I was like, it's never legit. mind. I'm not sprinting through this because that looked like it hurt. And we get through it, and I asked him, I was like, was it really that? And he's like, oh, yeah, it hit you hard. He's like, that that took me down. Well, then you, like, stand up, and you could get hit again. Yeah. Like, you just keep 
like what happens if somebody goes through that and like seriously like has a heart attack or something is you think they have like a a kill switch that turns all the electric currents off there has to, to be to i get mean because the one where we were uh doing the army crawl like under the um barbed wire the electric had, or whatever or whatever the heck that was i think called? it was like the, it was trench warfare that one was trench warfare yeah oh uh, yeah there was covered. a little bit of um but they had like the electrical lines on the very first one but like there was nobody there like watching gotcha yeah and so it's like okay well there's no way there's electricity going through that because if there was and someone got hit like you had to have somebody like right there to, yeah to help them out know, in case they had whatever yeah that shock was the uh, it wasn't like excruciatingly painful but it definitely was not you feel fun it. yeah you, you want to get out of there as soon as you get hit i thought was... some of the most challenging things were running in the woods where it, the ground was covered in mud and it was like you're running oh, with roller skates yeah i was gonna say it felt like you were on ice skates and that's i, I wiped out I was that's like, <laughs> running through the woods is actually the spot where i almost got hurt because um i was running next to jimmy and that's when i i was just you know, running along a very leisurely pace, and I was like, "Oh crap!" I I stepped on a root, and it felt like a spike going into the ball of my foot. And oh, I was no. like, "Oh, that hurt!" Um, but I didn't like twist my ankle or anything. I was I was fine, but it hurt. All right, well, it's time for our one more beer segment, which we're not drinking because we're driving. So today's one more beer question is: if you're say somebody out here is listening and they're like oh this sounds kind of fun i think we should get some people together and maybe try to do something like this next year what do you think the biggest thing somebody can do training wise to get them prepared for you know uh, an event that they have no idea anything about because i know i was like hesitant to even join this because i was like i'm not a marine i don't i mean i'm not that physically fit to do this kind of stuff what would you say is like the thing that they can do the most to get ready and prepared for this I would say as long as you can run like three miles, I mean, even, I mean, you don't even need, need to be able to run because people walk it. I mean, you, there's no, you don't have to run in between every obstacle. It's, it's about nine to 10 miles long, sometimes longer, but you don't have to run in between it. So running is not a requirement. So I, but if you want to be able to run in between every obstacle, I would say if you can run like three to four miles, you're going to be absolutely fine. Endurance wise. Um, yeah. yeah. And then being able to do, you know, push-ups pull-ups i don't even think pull-ups is a huge requirement because when you get to those things like the berlin wall and um the mud the mud mile so uh, many people are there you. to help you and pull you up so and there's not a lot of things to grab on yeah to either because well, it's, it's grip, kind, of, I, kind of what i was gonna say along the lines with running is there's more grip strength yeah i was yeah. just gonna say grip uh, strength is the biggest thing like when you're grabbing on to whether it's rings ropes poles you know a uh, doing different ladders like everything's wet you're grabbing on the hands other people's hands are wet yeah. and like you just have to make sure that you have that have that grip as you're pulling people up or you know you're just you're not going to help or you're not going to be able to accomplish that uh, that obstacle yeah I 100% agree um, and just you know going for it would anybody second question would anybody change what they wore like if you're going to go uh and do this what do you after now we've we've all done it dave's done it like six times <laughs> yeah. what would you what do you suggest people wearing to this event i think what we wore was pretty like i mean i think you guys wore cotton shirts you and jimmy but yeah i, yeah, I wouldn't wear a cotton I, shirt i wore a cotton shirt and i took it off at like the second obstacle yeah um, about i think dave, dave wore a cut off and yeah um 
I mean, if if, if you have like a um, good enough like dry fit, like, yeah, long sleeve shirt would be bad because like, so your leg, like your, your arms don't get like your elbows are gonna get kind of tore up a little bit, but yeah. um, it can't be like very loose clothing because it just. I don't know, it's just not going to work. I yeah. wore my MSJ wrestling shirt, repping MSJ wrestling, and I kept it on the whole time because I was wearing my GoPro, and it felt fine. Um, I would definitely probably go something like a, like a dry fit sleeveless or something next time. Yeah. And the shoes, I mean, like, I was worried about running that long of a distance in wet socks and shoes and trying to get, like, blisters. I saw a couple people with some blisters on it, but... So overall, I, I saw one girl with no shoes on. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's a, that's I don't think I would recommend no, no shoes. Yeah, you definitely see all walks of life. There's people that, you know, dress up in, like, teams, like um, <laughs> the girl with the gorilla grip as her uh, team name. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Well, I mean, like, I was helped by... Uh, For obvious reasons. <laughs> the one obstacle, the mud mile, I was helping, like, a girl up, and she had, like, her, like, engagement ring on Wow, like, so uh, I would recommend probably, that. Yeah, like, that's not, that's not smart, because nah. you're not going to find that. I wonder how many rings and, like, lost articles of clothing and phones and stuff they find at the end of this thing on Sunday I was night. shocked how many people I saw had their phones with them. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, I hope you guys, I hope this audio is usable. I think it's going to be fine. I think if you guys like this format of podcasting where it's, you know, over multiple days, maybe we can try some of this stuff in the future. Any last thoughts? No, I highly suggest people to try it out. Get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it definitely takes you out of that. I think my biggest takeaway from this is that we've joked about it for a while, but I think this weekend proved to me Dave secretly works out in, like, his basement (laughs) or at some gym because he was, like, the strongest man in the world. Yeah. We're officially officially Tough Mudders. So congratulations to everybody. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. As always, you can find our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I think in our season two, we're going to start uploading some stuff to YouTube. Uh, Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Drinks and Driveways. And until next time, see ya.